thing, what a blessing it is, what a glorious thing it is to know God and to know one another. Indeed, we're glad to be together for the Lord. Reading today is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, 1 Thessalonians 1. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you making mention of you in our prayers, constantly bearing in mind your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the presence of our God and Father, knowing, brother, beloved by God, his choice of you. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction, just as you know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. You also became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much tribulation with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. For they themselves report about us what kind of reception we had with you and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead. That is Jesus who rescues us from the wrath to come. Let us pray. Father, we're so thankful to be here before you, before one another. What a blessing it is that you've called us to be your own, to be your children, to be with you forever, to give us eternal life. It is amazing. It's a miraculous thing to, that we can know you, the living God. And you love us so much, and we love you too. I just think of that one verse in Matthew 4, 410, where Jesus, you said, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Indeed, that's our heart. That's our desire this morning, to worship you to love you, to sing to you, to praise you, to honor you, because you are the great God, to think that today indeed is a taste of heaven and, and we'll be with you forever and ever. And we long for that day, we really do. But now you've left us on earth for a short while, very short while, so we can serve you. And Lord, we do want to serve you. Help us, Lord, each of us here, to do the things you want. Help us collectively, help us as families, Lord, to be and do all that you want. But again, we thank you so much for this time. Pray that you would speak through, uh, the, through Emmanuel this morning. God, give him the words that you want for us. We thank you for your word, which is true. Lord, I, I, I read that verse this morning in one Psalm 119. It says, I hate and detest falsehood. I hate it, but I love your law. Lord, in, in the midst of a world that's filled with lies, all sorts of lies in all kinds of areas, Lord, we thank you that we have you. We have you, and you give us the truth. You say you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So thank you for your word. We bless you now for this time you've given us. Bless the whole time together, our worship, our fellowship, Lord, the preaching of the word. For your glory, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. This time I'd like to welcome Emmanuel Roca. We are very pleased to have him with us. I met him once before, a few months back. But he helps direct the Spanish churches in the state of Florida here. And I talked to Raphael before about this and, and just the idea of us being together. And I am thrilled that we can do this. I'm thrilled that we can be together like this. Indeed, um, the journey that God has put us on from meeting Raphael, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago on Hubert Street to him coming to see me here at the church, what, four or five years ago and bringing us together. And we were so thankful for Bethel, what we really are. 
All of you here from Bethel have been such a blessing to our lives. We really uh, just are overwhelmed. And I know I'm overwhelmed being in my journey. I just turned 70 this past year, and, and I've seen a lot of things God has done. And I will have to say, this is one of the highlights of my life as a Christian, to see God bring us together in this last year. So we're thankful for this time. Emmanuel, why don't you come up here and share the word with us? Amen. Thank you, Pastor. If you'll give me a minute with you, just a minute. Caught him by surprise here. Good morning, everyone. Buenos dias. Such a joy and privilege to be here. Que gozo y privilegio. But before Pastor Steve steps down, I just want to thank God for what God is doing in this church through spiritual men, men like Pastor Steve, Pastor Rafael, and the expressions of faith. Quiero dar gracias a Dios por hombres espirituales como el Pastor Steve, el Pastor Rafael. And I brought a little reminder. This is nothing new. Trajo un recuerdo, no es nada nuevo. You may have read this many years ago as you started ministry. Somebody gave it to me when I started ministry quite a while back. But it's hard to see it modeled. Es difícil ver principios espirituales de liderazgo moderado. And that's why I give this to you today as a reminder what you've lived and you continue living. Thank you, Pastor Steve, and what God does in your life through being a spiritual leader that honors Jesus. Gracias, Pastor Steve, por lo que Dios hace en su vida en ser un líder que modela liderazgo como Jesús para gloria de él. God bless you greatly. Indeed, not to us, but to the Lord give glory. Amen, amen. Well, once again, what a joy and what a privilege, que gozo y privilegio, estar juntos, to be together, and all that this represents, and todo lo que representa, and, uh, and I, uh, I worshiped and rejoiced in, in all that expression of variety there, expresé y disfruté la adoración en esa variedad, and I will attempt to preach back and forth here, voy a tratar de predicar hacia adelante y hacia atrás en los dos idiomas. Good thing God understands it all, bueno, es bueno que Dios lo entiende todo. If you understand one or the other, I hope you get the full story. Si tú entiendes uno o el otro, espero que entienda lo completo. I'll do my best to remember what I said in one to make sure I kind of repeat it in the other. Voy a hacer lo más posible. If you understand both, then I'm sorry, you have to hear two sermons this morning. Si entiendes los dos, discúlpame, tienes que escuchar dos sermones. And somehow God always, always does his works. Dios siempre hace su obra. And it is a journey of faith. Es una jornada de fe. I heard that word, Pastor Steve. Escuché esa palabra, journey. <laughs> jornada. And isn't that our Christian life by God's grace? No es esa nuestra vida cristiana por la gracia de Dios. None of us could have imagined what God alone can do by his grace. Ninguno de nosotros puede imaginar lo que Dios ha hecho y sigue haciendo por tu gracia. Thank you. Gracias, mi hermano. Sign language works in any language. There you go. <laughs> uh, ninguno podía imaginar eso. But by his grace we're here. Por su gracia estamos aquí. By his grace his church is here. Por su gracia su iglesia está aquí. And before we were here, ante nosotros estar aquí. And after, we're gone. Después que ya no estemos aquí. Until Jesus returns, hasta que Cristo venga. His grace does it all. Su gracia lo, lo hace todo. So it's my joy to reflect on that. Es mi gozo reflejar sobre eso and, and also bring you greetings. There's an extended uh, family across Florida that I have the joy of sharing with. Hay, hay una familia extendida en Florida que yo tengo el gozo de tener. Uh, I met a couple this morning as I briefly chatted here. And I'm sorry, your names I, I didn't quite get. But, but uh, you know, the, the beauty of multicultural couples. And my, my new friend here said, you know, I was a single child, and I came into now a family of, I think, eight or nine different siblings <laughs> through his wife and all that means. El hermano decía, yo era solo, pero vine una familia grande. And sometimes we go to family gatherings. A veces vamos a reuniones familiares. 
and there's cousins, and there's people we may have heard about. Hay primos y gente que a mejor escuchábamos de ella. But we start connecting. Empezamos a conectar. And we're family. Somos familia. <laughs> and that's part of what's happening here. Eso es parte de lo que está pasando aquí. And I have the joy as I do mission work around Florida, from South Florida up to Pensacola, to keep meeting how God in unique ways, through Jesus and through his word, continues adding to his family. Como Dios a través del privilegio que me da de ver desde el sur hasta el norte de Florida, como él sigue añadiendo a su familia. And where I get to share with a lot of the Hispanic churches, donde reuno, me reúno con muchas iglesias hispanas, but really across the state, en todo el estado, it doesn't matter what language, no importa en qué idioma, it doesn't matter where, no importa dónde, there's a lot of different buildings, locations, uh, varieties, hay muchos lugares distintos, edificios, but what is important y lo que es común is the name of Jesus Christ who's being praised, el nombre de Cristo que está siendo glorificado, and his mission which is being fulfilled, y su misión que está siendo cumplido, and that's what ties us together. Eso es lo que nos une. And that what, that's what draws us forward. Eso es lo que nos anima a seguir en esa jornada de fe. It is a journey of faith. It's saying God do above and beyond what we understand or can ask. Dios es más allá de lo que nosotros podemos entender o creer. I want to read a Bible passage to, to be able to uh, work through that a little bit this morning and apply it here. Quiero leer un pasaje bíblico que quiero aplicar en esta mañana. It's out of Matthew chapter 16. Es en Mateo capítulo 16. Matthew 16. And it's the confession of Peter. Es la confesión de Pedro, but it's, it's the incredible miraculous work that Jesus is doing in revealing who he is es la obra milagrosa que Jesús hace en revelar quién es Él y el futuro que Él está marcando. The future He will keep marking through being the only Savior and Lord. A través de ser el único Salvador y Señor. I'm going to read Matthew 16, verse 13 through 20. Voy a leer Mateo 16, del 13 al 20. And I'll read it in both languages because the importance is God's words. The rest will we'll work on it uh, as time allows. Voy a leer en los dos idiomas. Matthew 16, 13, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. En español dice Mateo 16, 13 al 20. Viniendo Jesús a la región de Cesarea de Filipo, preguntó a Jesús sus discípulos diciendo, ¿Quién dicen los hombres que es el Hijo del Hombre? Ellos dijeron, uno Juan el Bautista, otros Elías y otros Jeremías, o alguno de los profetas. Él les dijo, ¿Y vosotros quién dices que soy yo? Respondiendo, Simón Pedro dijo, tú eres el Cristo, el Hijo del Dios viviente. Entonces le respondió Jesús, bienaventurado eres Simón, hijo de Jonás, porque no te lo reveló carne ni sangre, sino mi Padre que está en los cielos. Y yo también te te digo que tú eres Pedro y sobre esta roca edificaré mi iglesia y las puertas del Hades no prevalecerán contra ella y a ti te daré las llaves del reino de los cielos y todo lo que atares en la tierra será atado en los cielos y todo lo que desatares en la tierra será desatado en los cielos entonces mandó a sus discípulos que a nadie dijese que él era el Cristo o Jesús el Cristo may God continue always being glorified in his word in many ways 
How beautiful today. Qué bello en este día visitar ese pasaje, ir de regreso a ese pasaje especial donde Dios estaba revelando quién era Cristo. There he was revealing who he was as Savior. It didn't quite start there. He was already revealing who he was. No empezó solamente ahí, ya estaba revelando. It's just the disciples had a hard time of seeing that. Era difícil que los discípulos, era difícil, los discípulos tenían dificultad viéndolo. And I can't blame them, yo no le culpo a ellos. I have a hard time seeing and understanding what God is up to in a big picture and long term. A veces me cuesta ver y entender lo que Dios está haciendo a largo plazo. And I'm not referring to the biblical revelation we have. Thank God. That's clear and we can come back to it time and time again. No me refiero a la revelación bíblica que tenemos. Eso es claro. I'm talking about that journey of faith. Hablo de esa jornada de fe that you and I face. That a church faces. Hablo de la jornada de fe que nosotros enfrentamos en vida personal y como iglesia. But what we can depend upon is a God who is always faithful. Lo que podemos depender es en un Dios que siempre es fiel. And that allows us to trust and then obey. Eso nos permite confiar y obedecer. That allows us to say, God, may your will be done and not mine. Eso nos permite decir, Dios, que tu voluntad se haga y no nuestra. But for that to happen in each of our lives, para eso pasar en todas nuestras vidas, God has to reach down into the heart. Dios tiene que entrar en ese corazón and continue shaping us like Jesus was doing with his disciples. Él tiene que empezar a transformar como Jesús estaba haciendo con sus discípulos. It was way back in Matthew 4, en Mateo 4, cuando Él los llevó para empezar a ver where He started taking them so they could see what He was seeing. Para que ellos pudieran ver lo que Él estaba viendo. People without sheep. Personas, ovejas, or people without a shepherd. I'm sorry. People without a shepherd. Personas sin un pastor. Perdidas. They were lost. That's why he left the comfort of heaven. Por eso él dejó el lugar cómodo del cielo. We just celebrated that at Christmas. Acabamos de celebrar eso en Navidad. And it is a beautiful story and it's a wonderful celebration. And it's all we enjoy about the Christmas lights and Christmas narrative. But it was a Savior who was sent out of a perfect place to a rough and messy world to fulfill a mission that he had to die for. Fue lo que un salvador que para cumplir su misión dejó su lugar de comodidad a un mundo difícil para cumplir esa misión. But thank God he didn't stay there in a manger. Thank God he lived and demonstrated, revealed who he was in word and in life and ultimately in the action of his sacrifice. Lived, died, resurrected. Gracias a Dios que él vivió y reveló quién era. But it took the disciples quite a while to keep catching that. Le tomó a los discípulos un buen tiempo seguir captando eso. As I walked out of the car this morning, mientras salí del carro esta mañana, with the change of temperatures and all that's going on, con el cambio de temperatura y todo lo que pasaba, uh, the glasses fogged up a bit. And all right, I was trying to get my bearings there and see where I needed to go. Estaba tratando de, cuando salí, los espejuelos estaban eh, ahí, pues, enhumedecidos del cambio de temperatura, a ver hacia dónde voy. And obviously, had to clear them and, and finally clean them off once I got back in here y limpiarlo cuando entré. And so many times in all the changes of life, tantas veces en todos los cambios de la vida, our spiritual lenses do fog up. Nuestros lentes espirituales pueden humarse. But thank God we have His Word which clarifies. Gracias a Dios que tenemos su palabra que puede limpiar y esclarecer. And that's what he was doing to them, taking them back time and time again. Llevándolo vez tras vez. To capture God's heart, captar el corazón de Dios. See more of what God was doing. Ver más de lo que Dios está haciendo. Y viviendo and living in the midst of them. Helping them understand he wanted to do a greater work in them. Ayudándolos a entender que quería hacer una obra mayor en ellos. 
Can you understand that God is still not done with us? Puedes entender que Dios no ha concluido con nosotros. He continues doing that greater work for the glory of Jesus. Él continúa haciendo esa obra mayor para la gloria de Jesús. And at least in my life, God has to continue always saying, come on, come on, this is the next stage. Come on, and, and I have to go back to the Word. Y en mi vida, dice, esta es la próxima etapa. Tengo que ir a la Palabra. Proverbs 19.21 is, is a verse God has always reminded me of and keeps working. Proverbios 19.21 es un versículo que Dios me recuerda y sigue trabajando. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but God's purposes or counsel will prevail. Muchos son los propósitos en el corazón del hombre, pero el consejo o propósito de Dios va a prevalecer. Do you believe that for your life? ¿Lo crees para tu vida? Do you believe it for a church? ¿Lo crees para una iglesia? Thank God it's His faithfulness that makes it happen gracias a Dios que su fidelidad and when Jesus called that group of disciples together cuando Jesús llamó a ese discípulo a seguirle when, when he called those disciples to follow him they were, they were quite a mixed crew era un, era un grupo bastante amplio from a fisherman and a man of the street like Peter de un pescador como Pedro to uh, those who were tax collectors like Matthew, who God inspires and is writing this gospel story, a Mateo, escribiendo como cabrón de impuestos, to revolutionaries, a revolucionarios. There they were. Those who wanted to see a change somehow of that Roman Empire. Aquellos que querían ver el imperio romano caerse y cambiar. But none of those things is what he was about. De ninguna de esas cosas se trataba Jesús. The Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. El Hijo del Hombre vino a salvar y a buscar y salvar lo que se había perdido. And that's what he's revealing to them. Eso es lo que le está revelando. And that's what he continues fulfilling in his mission across this global mission he is doing. Eso es lo que continua, continúa haciendo en esta misión global. And that's where he wants to capture our heart. Ahí es donde quiere captar nuestro corazón. Why? Because he continues being the only hope for this world. Él continúa siendo la única esperanza para este mundo. Not in any kingdoms of this world. No es en reino de este mundo. We all hope for the best and we all are grateful for what God does in many ways around us. Todos esperamos lo mejor, lo que Dios hace alrededor nuestro. But our heart is set on Jesus and his kingdom. Nuestro corazón está puesto en Jesús y su reino. Because that's where we will glorify and praise him forever. Ahí es donde vamos a adorarle para siempre. Thanking Jesus for what he has done. Dando gracias a Jesús por lo que ha hecho. And isn't it, isn't it wonderful to see how he's showing them that beyond this specific moment, his church, his church is going to stand forever. His kingdom is going to be extended forever. Su iglesia le está mostrando va, va a permanecer para siempre. Su reino va a establecerse. Because it is in the name of Jesus that only in his name will others find salvation. En el nombre de Jesús que otros encontrarán salvación. That is the hope of the world. Esa es la esperanza del mundo. They don't know it. No lo conocen. That's why the kind of times are just throughout history that mankind lives. Por eso los tiempos que el ser humano vive. But when you and I have the power of the gospel referred to there at the end. Cuando tú y yo tenemos el poder del evangelio. And we share it and we live it and we tell the story generation after generation. Lo decimos generación tras generación. God continues doing his miracles. Dios continúa haciendo sus milagros. Each of us here who have believed in him are a testimony to that. Cada uno que estamos aquí somos un testimonio de eso. One word of the gospel, one word of God transforms our life beyond what we could have ever expected. Una palabra del evangelio transforma nuestra vida más allá de lo que podíamos jamás esperar. Do you remember your day of salvation? 
Remember the day when somehow, maybe somebody had been sharing the gospel or at other times somebody had been speaking to you. ¿Recuerdas tu día de salvación? A lo mejor un momento cuando alguien te había compartido el evangelio o de alguna forma se habían estado compartiendo. But that day, the Holy Spirit through the gospel got, a, got your heart, brought conviction. <laughs> And by His grace, He worked in it. En ese día el Espíritu Santo obtuvo la salvación por la gracia de él solamente de Cristo y esa palabra captó. I was sitting in a church like this. Yo estaba en una iglesia así. It was a Mother's Day. Pastor was talking about honoring your mother. Yo estaba en una iglesia el día de la madre. Pastor hablando de honrar a, a, a las madres. And he started really uh, talking about asking forgiveness and asking God to forgive your sins if you disobeyed. Y él, él hablaba de pedir perdón y que Dios pueda eh, perdonar los pecados si había desobedecido. And as a boy, as a young boy, I was sitting back there. Como un niño estaba allá atrás. Y yo pensaba, and I was started thinking, that pastor is looking at me, ese pastor mirando. And I started getting a little nervous, y me puso un poco nervioso. And the more he spoke, the more I said, I know, mama has told them something in the past few weeks. Eh, yo pensaba, entre más él hablaba, yo sé que algo mamá le ha dicho eh, a través. Oh, it wasn't mama. It was the Holy Spirit grabbing a hold of my heart. No era mamá, era el Espíritu Santo. But it was the gospel that transformed the heart. Fue el evangelio que transformó el corazón y trajo salvación en ese día. One word, <laughs> what I needed to hear. Una palabra del evangelio, lo que yo tenía que escuchar. I remember being a young, a young man, about 16 years old, siendo un joven de 16 años, and a, and a preacher, a, a tired peace preacher one night after youth group kind of shared testimonies. Después que el grupo joven compartió testimonio, he said, young man, have you ever thought somebody, uh, that Lord may call you to the ministry one day? ¿Has pensado, me dijo este pastor retirado, que Dios puede llamarte al ministerio algún día? And as, as a young man, really, without really listening much, sin escuchar mucho lo que me estaba diciendo, I said, thank you, thank you, sir, but I already know what I'm going to do in life. Gracias, Señor, ya sé lo que voy a hacer en la vida. And I had a one-track mind of what I wanted to accomplish in career and and medical world, and, and heart surgery, which was on my mind, and curiosities. Well, thank God he had different plans. Gracias a Dios que en medio de eso, aunque yo tenía mi mentalidad, lo que quería, tenía distintos planes. And it was in a first mission trip I ever took in college. El primer viaje misionero que tomé en tiempo universitario. God took me out of my comfort zone. Me sacó de mi lugar de comodidad, out of my routine, and somewhere in that college career, en algún momento en esa carrera universitaria, en una placita mexicana en el medio de la nada, in the middle of nowhere, in a Mexican plaza, up there in the northern mountains of Mexico. There was a farmer. I un campesino with tears in his eyes that night, con lágrimas en sus ojos. Me dijo, he said, young man, joven, All my life I've heard there's something called the Bible, but I've never seen one. Can you please give me one? Joven, toda mi vida he escuchado que algo que se llama la Biblia, pero nunca la he visto. Por favor, puede darme una. We had shown a Jesus film. Habíamos mostrado la película de Jesús. Uh, somebody who was with us had given the gospel invitation. Alguien había predicado el evangelio. Ese hombre necesitaba lo que se predicaba. He needed what we were sharing. And God worked in his life. He confessed Jesus that night. Dios trabajó en su vida. I hope one day in heaven to give him a big hug if God allows me that. Espero en el cielo darle un abrazo grande. But that began a stirring in my heart. Eso empezó un cambio en mi vida. Out of Isaiah that night, I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep. De Isaías esa noche no podía dormir. Who will take my word? ¿Quién llevará mi palabra? And all those desires, all those plans, I can't tell you they changed in one day. No puedo decirte que cambiaron en un día todos esos planes. But praise God, he was faithful in shaping a heart to what I needed to do. Gracias a Dios que él transformó. And it's not about my story. No es mi historia. It's your story what God continues doing, lo que Dios continúa haciendo. That was the story of Peter and these disciples here. Esa es la historia de Pedro y estos discípulos. 
You see, he was taking them to the Caesarea Philippi. Él los llevó a este lugar, Caesarea de Filipo, a place that, that the kings or one of the Caesars, in honor of, of him and his son, uh, uh, Philip, he had established this, the center of opulence, the center of power, the center away from Jerusalem where, where people would go and, and really a very pagan place where they would go and, and uh, in luxury live and all that represented uh, paganism and uh, hedonism and, and all the sinful life of, that they experienced out there. Y ahí César estableció esta ciudad de Cesarea Filipo donde había pecado, había inmundicia, lo sacó de este lugar. But it was there, out of the religious world of Jerusalem, fue ahí de, 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 sacándolos de Jerusalén, where Jesus showed that nothing is going to limit the power of the gospel. <laughs> Donde Jesús muestra que nada, nada va a limitar el poder del evangelio. He came to seek those who were lost like that. Él vino a buscar a aquellos que estaban perdidos así. And it was there on the way and right around there where Mount Hermon was established or was there as one of the tallest or the tallest mountain in the area. Fue ahí donde el monte Hermón estaba como una de las montañas más grandes. And in paganism, in paganismo, they would, in paganism, they would, they would sacrifice to their gods and Greek mythology and, and to those caves thinking the spirits of the dead and, and, and in all their mythology somehow they could uh, give sacrifices to. Fue ahí en esas cuevas del monte Hermón donde ellos pensaban que vivían los espíritus de los muertos podían sacrificar and in that context en ese contexto that's where Jesus makes this statement ahí es donde Jesús hace esta declaración but it's not just about what they will do no es de lo que ellos van a hacer it's about who he is es de quien es él people are saying many things but who do you say that I am las personas están diciendo muchas cosas pero quien dice ustedes que yo soy and there Peter the loud mouth ahí Pedro el bocón By revelation, solamente por revelación, is going to make this wonderful, this great confession. Va a ser esta confesión de Jesucristo, of Jesus, Jesus, the Son of God, Jesús, el Hijo de Dios. <laughs> and you and I proclaim and praise his name, the name of Jesus, not of Peter, of Jesus. <laughs> no el nombre de Pedro, sino de Jesús. My dad was about 24 years old. Mi padre tenía 24 años. Lost as could be, perdido, recent, newly married. But somebody in his little town of Cuba, alguien en su pueblito de Cuba, on a day where he was working, en un día que estaba trabajando, said, why don't you come to church tonight? They're going to talk about Jesús. Van a, hablar, they're going to, van a hablar de Jesús. He had not a clue of the gospel and of Jesus Christ. No tenía idea del Evangelio de Jesucristo. And he said this to that person. Why are they talking about my friend Jesús? He had a friend in Spanish culture named Jesús. Why are they going to talk about him there tonight? ¿Por qué van a hablar de mi amigo, un amigo que tenía amado Jesús? Well, thank God he found the real Jesus that night. Gracias a Dios que él conoció al Cristo verdadero esa noche. Changed his life because the name of Jesus and the gospel transforms no matter where we come from. En nombre de Jesús transforma no importa de donde venimos. I had the privilege of preaching there about five years ago for the first time. Tuve el privilegio de predicar en esa iglesia de Caibarín hace como cinco años atrás. I moved my heart to think down this aisle as they heard the gospel Mom and dad, for the first time, the Holy Spirit through the gospel got a hold of their heart and they confessed Jesus and they were baptized in this place. But it wasn't about the place. It was about God's continued work of establishing His kingdom in lives and through His 
church wherever it went and at the same time the gospel which never changes no tenía que ver con ese local sino el poder del evangelio generación tras generación tras generación and that's the story of what God is doing here esa es la historia de lo que Dios está haciendo aquí generations before us the gospel rang out from this place generaciones antes de nosotros el evangelio salió de este lugar many people were baptized the baptistry back there I haven't taken my look but back there And it's not about the place, it's about what God did through a story of the gospel. No de un lugar, sino lo que Dios hizo en la historia del Evangelio. But you know what? That story continues. Esa historia continúa. <laughs> Because if in that context of a Roman Empire, si en ese contexto del Imperio Romano, if in that context of Caesarea Philippi, si en ese contexto de esta ciudad pagana, and in all that crazy mythology, en toda esa mitología griega, the gospel, is the only thing that's prevailed. El Evangelio es lo que ha prevalecido. Never doubt, church, what God will continue doing through His eternal church, wherever it's at. All people, all tribes, all nations. Su iglesia eterna for the gospel to prevail, para que el Evangelio prevalezca. And you and I are one small part of that. Tú y yo somos un pedacito de eso. We get to see a little bit of the picture. Vemos un poquito de retrato. God has a mission he keeps fulfilling. Dios tiene una misión que continúa cumpliendo. We just have the privilege of saying, God, use us however you want. Tenemos el privilegio de decir, Dios, úsanos como tú quieres. And that's where the story of the eternal church comes in. Ahí es donde la historia de esta iglesia eterna entra. I will establish my church, Peter. <laughs> the church in capital C. <laughs> and really, as you read the Gospels, he's, he's preaching time and time again the kingdom that will prevail. Vez tras vez Jesús en el Evangelio habla del reino que va a prevalecer. And Peter, yes, I'm changing you. You're no longer Simon. You're Peter. <laughs> yes, there's a play on words as you know there. Sí, tú eres Pedro, un cambio. I'm giving you a new identity. Te doy nueva identidad. But Peter, this is not your story. Pedro, no es tu historia. <laughs> this is Jesus' story. Esta es la historia de Jesús. And so wherever God takes us, donde quiera que Dios nos lleva, it is the story of Jesus being lived out. In our testimony, la historia de Jesús viviéndose en nuestro testimonio, in church life, en la vida de la iglesia, and in his kingdom, en su reino. And when you and I grab a hold of that, cuando nosotros entendemos eso, we say, God is faithful always. Dios es fiel siempre. God never, never stops working in fulfilling what Jesus said here. Dios nunca para de trabajar en lo que aquí ha cumplido. And that gives us a sense of trust, of security, of saying, God, Keep being glorified in Jesus. Eso nos da un sentido de seguridad y confianza. El Señor sigue siendo glorificado en Cristo. Now, once again, we don't see always the full picture. Nosotros no vemos el retrato completo. We don't always understand the whole picture. No siempre entendemos el retrato completo. But Jesus declared the whole picture right here. Jesús declaró el retrato completo. My wife and I decided a, a, a few months ago, we had bought, kind of, internet comes across these DNA kits. I don't know if you've dared to take one of those things. Esos trafondos de ADN compramos. It's sitting in our house, it was sitting in our house for about three years. Estaba en la casa. And we finally said, okay, let's log on. Let's read this out. We had heard, each heard background stories. Todos teníamos historias que habíamos escuchado. And uh, both uh, from, from both sides of the family. But, but she had heard of, about part of her family who had come far away from, from Europe to Argentina. She's from Argentina. The first thing that came up on that DNA test. 50% Welsh. Lo primero que salió 50% de Gales allá. Confirmed. There's a reason she's a redhead. Hay un motivo por el cual es pelirroja. But it doesn't have to do with that lineage of saying, all right, 
from Wales. No tiene que ver con eso. The story as we discovered more over the years. La historia que descubrimos más. It was in 1865, where a group kind of like the pilgrims, un grupo parecido los peregrinos, un pastor, a pastor, in their part of the world, they called it Jones, the last name. They, they, they say Jones, but it's Jones. En esa parte del mundo, dicen Jones, it's Jones. With two or three churches, con dos tres iglesias, they wanted to share wherever they went the gospel. Querían compartir el evangelio. Yes, they were looking for new lands, buscaban nuevas tierras, uh, buscaban libertad religiosa, they were looking for religious liberty. But the one prayer they had when they reached a place that was foreign, el lugar que llegaron cuando llegaron, llegaron a un lugar que era extranjero para ellos, foreign to them, was, Lord, may your church, your kingdom be established. May every generation have somebody or people who somehow carry that gospel story forward and share their faith, que tu reino sea establecido y puedan. Well, in that story, in that tree, in esa historia, in ese árbol of genealogy, in, ese, that, in, that, in that history, they can trace either missionaries or pastors or itinerant preachers from 1865 to now. A story of faith. Desde 1865 pueden ver cómo Dios contestó oraciones desde aquel entonces hasta ahora. Once again, God is faithful beyond us. Dios es más fiel Beyond what any group of people moving around on this place called earth. Más que lo que cualquier grupo de personas en este lugar llamado la tierra pueden ver. Because he is still about the business of saving people. Él todavía está con el, el trabajo de salvar personas. And the promise here that his church would continue fulfilling the mission. La promesa aquí que su iglesia iba a cumplir la misión. Is today evident. Hoy es evidente. See, to you and to me, a nosotros, people movements aren't always easy. Movimientos de personas no siempre son fáciles. We can trace some of those steps. Podemos mirar esos pasos. But what are you doing around us? ¿Qué está haciendo? And what are you doing around us today? ¿Qué está haciendo a nuestro alrededor? God's story doesn't change. La historia de Dios no cambia. That's why in Matthew 4, he took them to see people that needed a shepherd. Por eso en Mateo 4 los llevó a ver las personas que necesitaban un pastor. And that's why he took them with a compassion he heard. Por eso la compasión que él tenía, he wanted them to not just feel it, no solamente sentirlo, because our emotions can run many different ways. Nuestras emociones pueden correr de muchas maneras. He wanted them to see the eternal mission of God. Él quería que ellos vieran la misión eterna de Dios. Y ahí se la está mostrando. There he's revealing it to them. Can you and I catch that? Not just today. Podemos captar eso no solamente hoy, but God, thank you for the privilege of you placing us to be those who preach the gospel, share the gospel. Gracias a Dios por el privilegio de ser aquellos que prediquen el evangelio, hablan el evangelio, but those who model and exemplify the gospel. Aquellos que modelan y ejemplifican el evangelio. And when we look forward, cuando miramos hacia el futuro, and I think it was mentioned in worship this morning, creo que en adoración esta mañana se mencionó, out of every tribe, out of every, every nation, out of every language, there one day in heaven... This kind of translation won't be needed. Un día en el cielo, de toda tribu, nación y lengua, esta clase de traducción no va a hacer falta because we are drawn around Jesus, the one and only Savior. Somos traídos alrededor de Jesús, el único Salvador. Y hoy se está ejemplificando un pedacito de eso aquí. Today, a little part of that is being modeled and exemplified here. If we would have asked Peter back then, si hubiéramos preguntado a Pedro, Peter, Do you know where a place called North America and United States and Florida and Tampa is going to be 
Peter, can, can, you cap, can you capture that? Si le hemos preguntado a Pedro, Pedro, ¿tú puedes captar dónde está Norteamérica, Estados Unidos y Florida y Tampa? Of course not. Él no, él no iba a captar eso. There's no way. It wasn't, it wasn't for that time of history. No era esa, para esa parte de la historia. But in God's heart of salvation, the DNA of the gospel movement, el ADN del evangelio, el movimiento, was beginning there. Ahí estaba. There it was. Whether Peter understood it or not, and actually, if you read later on the book of Acts, he's one of the ones that it was difficult to understand what God was doing in a greater picture. Era difícil entender en el retrato más amplio. But God was doing a work through the gospel. Dios estaba haciendo un evangelio, un trabajo a través de ese evangelio. And Jesus' words would be fulfilled. La historia de Jesús iba a realmente prevalecer. You see, it wasn't a story of Peter or of Matthew or of any one of those 12. No era una historia de Pedro, de Jesús, de Mateo. That's where religion gets confused sometimes. Ahí donde la religión se confunde. That's where in our Spanish background, many of us who are Hispanic, religion gets very confused when it becomes about Peter's story and, and all that somehow of certain traditions comes out of that. No, no, no. It's about Jesus. No, no es la historia que a veces nuestra hispanidad tiene como tradición. No es de Pedro. Es de Jesús y el Evangelio. And that's why it's, it's more than exciting. Es más que emocionante. That's why it really is a faith story. Es una historia de fe. De estar aquí hoy, to be here today, and saying, Jesus, to you be the honor and glory. Jesús, a ti sea el honor y la gloria. Porque el nombre de Jesús, el poder del Evangelio, the name of Jesus and the power of the gospel, and each life who has believed here, en cada vida que aquí ha creído, that is, what, that is how we glorify him. Así es como le glorificamos. And that story continues. Esa historia continúa. So, this is just one chapter. Esto es un capítulo. And there's many more that will continue being written out. Hay mucho más que se van a escribir. As God has been faithful up to now, como Dios ha sido fiel, it is exciting. It is a joy. It is a faith journey to say, God, keep working. May the name of Jesus be able to work in ways that are greater and above and beyond what we can understand today. Señor, esta historia de fe es emocionante, es gozosa, y que siga trabajando mucho más allá de lo que tú y yo podemos entender en un día como hoy. It's Ephesians 3, at the end of a prayer there, es Efesios 3, al final de una oración de Pablo, where in that prayer he appeals, the apostle Paul by intuition appeals to God's family. La pena la familia de Dios. We are family no matter where we come from in Jesus. Somos familia, no importa donde venimos, Jesús. And we have a heavenly father. Tenemos un padre celestial. And then he's going to talk about God's love and we're rooted in that. Después hablar del amor de Dios que estamos arraigados en eso. And then he calls us to practice that. Nos llama a practicar eso. And then he gives a faith statement at the end. Una declaración de fe at the end in that prayer. A biblical, beautiful faith statement. And he... He who is above all. Aquel que es poderoso. He is who is more powerful than all. Aquel que es poderoso para hacer todas las cosas mucho más de lo que pedimos o entendemos. He who is greater to do all things above and beyond what you and I can imagine or think. <laughs> to him be the glory in his church forever. Generation after generation. A él sea la gloria en su iglesia para siempre. Generación tras generación. I would say over 2,000 years. That prayer continues being answered. Yo te diría que a través de dos mil años esa historia continúa cumpliéndose. Y ni Pedro podía entenderlo todo. Peter didn't see it all. 
That church or any one of those churches like Thessalonica or like Philippi, esas iglesias como Tesalónica y la de Filipos, no entendieron todo. They couldn't see it all. But what they did understand, lo que sí entendían, is that now in Jesus they were called to a common mission. En Jesús estaban llamados a una misión en común. And that's the Great Commission. Y esa es la Gran Comisión. And that never changes. Jesus never changes. His word never changes. His mission never changes. Jesús nunca cambia. Su palabra no cambia. Eh, su persona no cam cambia. Y su misión no cambia. And that's why we're here. Y por eso estamos aquí. To say, Jesus, continue fulfilling your mission in many ways. Continúa, Jesús, cumpliendo tu misión en muchas maneras. At the end of this story, al final de esta historia, Mateo 16, it wasn't time yet for them to tell everything they had seen. No era el tiempo todavía para ellos decir todo lo que habían contado. But praise God, we're on the other side of resurrection. Gloria a Dios que estamos al otro lado de la resurrección. For us, it's always time to tell about Jesus. Para nosotros siempre es el tiempo de contar de Jesús. And never doubt, church, nunca dudes del poder del Evangelio. Never doubt the power of the gospel to keep transforming lives. No matter what language, no matter what culture, no matter what place on this planet Earth, no importa qué idioma, qué lugar en este planeta Tierra, ahí Jesús nos está enviando. There Jesus is sending us as missionaries. Wherever we live. This morning a group of pastors was praying. Esta mañana un grupo de pastores estaba orando. A group that gathers every morning. Uh, uh, they start at 5.30. I usually join them 5.40ish, 5.45. Uh, once I finally turn on all the computers. And they were spread out. These were Florida pastors on mission. Estos eran pastores hispanos en Florida. And across Florida, different places, en distintos lugares, praying God continue working in each church. Dios continúa orando en cada iglesia. One of them had migrated from South Florida to Wisconsin to plant a church. Uno de ellos, su nombre es Junior González, había salido del sur de Florida a Wisconsin. We asked him there quickly, Junior, last year you were in Homestead, if you know where that's at. And usually, well, this is a cold day of the year here in Florida. It's usually not like this, as you know. Esto es un día frío. But, Junior, last year when you were in Homestead, around this time of the year, it's probably in the 70s. How cold is it in Wisconsin today? ¿Cuánto frío hay en Wisconsin? 20 below zero. 20 bajo cero. Well, why in the world's name <laughs> would a Cuban called Junior, who's been here for a few years, un cubano llamado Junior, Is he having a vacation in Wisconsin? ¿Está teniendo vacación en Wisconsin? Absolutely not. God sent him there. Dios lo envió. And in a chapel in Wisconsin, he'll be preaching the gospel this morning. We were praying for him. Una capilla en Wisconsin está predicando el evangelio. And on that same call, there were two pastors from Central Florida. A pastor who uh, a few years ago said, I've, I'm retiring. That's it. My ministry is over. Un pastor que dijo hace unos años, yo voy a retirarme. Voy a jubilar mi ministerio. Está terminando. And in very difficult moments, even in the loss of a son, in momentos difíciles en la pérdida de un hijo, I told them, God is not done with your ministry. Dios no ha terminado con tu ministerio. It may be from a moment here or there. Puede ser un momento aquí o allá. But God will continue using all that experience. Today we zoomed in with him and somebody he has mentored. Hoy, hoy en ese zoom lo vimos a él, Pastor José Cardona, y alguien que era trabajado con él, Pastor Coro. Where were they at? ¿Dónde estaban? In the Sierra, they call it Sierra Nevada. You know, to us that sounds familiar, the snowy mountains, Sierra Nevada, in Colombia, in, Colum in Colombia, in un grupo indígena, an indigenous group, and there was young people, ahí había jóvenes, that really were persecuted, and they had come to another gospel, habían conocido el evangelio, they were persecuted and had to come out of that indigenous group, young men in their 20s, hombres jóvenes en veintipico de año, and their indigenous group really, uh, years ago, hace unos años atrás, 
trying to beat the gospel out of them, tratando de, de, de perseguirlo, eh, sacando el evangelio, lo había trancado, he had locked them up, tried to force them to recant their faith, lo había tratado de, de su fe dejarla. But these young men said, we are followers of Jesus. Estos jóvenes dijeron, somos seguidores de Jesús. <laughs> And today, it's been going on for a while, but there's a mission church being established somewhere in that Sierra Nevada <laughs> with a pastor who emigrated from Cuba about 10 years ago, an elderly pastor from Puerto Rico who thought his ministry was up, and there they are somewhere in the middle of the Sierra Nevada with an indigenous group mentoring these young men and seeing how God would continue telling the story. Y este grupo de pastores, o estos dos, de lugares tan distintos, ahí mentoreando y cipulando una tribu indígena, only God can put that together. Solo Dios puede unir eso. Those aren't man's stories. Esas no son historias de hombre. That's God's gospel story. Esa es la historia del Evangelio. That's why I tell you, as a church here today, Hope Bible Church, por eso te digo a esta iglesia, Hope Bible, that's why I tell you, as Iglesia Bautista Betel, different names, distintos nombres, but what Jesus said in Matthew 16 is, I will build my church. <laughs> Yo edificaré mi iglesia y las puertas del Hades no van a prevalecer contra ella. And the gates of Hades will not prevail against us. That's why we celebrate today. Por eso celebramos hoy. Because his church and his kingdom continue. Su iglesia y su reino continúa. And today all we can do, all lo que podemos decir is, to glory be to you, Jesus. Gloria a ti, Jesús. <laughs> But then we can respond. Podemos responder. Jesus, continue doing your work of grace in me. Continúa haciendo tu obra de gracia en mí. And may I, as the old hymn says, may I trust and obey. Como dice el antiguo himno, Ayúdame a confiar y a obedecer. Let's pray this morning. Vamos a orar. I don't know where God has reminded you today in this gospel story. No sé dónde Dios te ha recordado en esta historia del evangelio en este día. But you and I are there somewhere. Tú y yo estamos ahí en esa historia. You and I are in that story. And most of all, his word is what prevails. Su palabra prevalece. And what a beautiful day for whatever your background, whatever your culture, whatever your history and In Hope Bible Church, en la Iglesia Bautista Betel, no importa tu historia, en la Iglesia eh, Hope, en la Iglesia Betel, how beautiful to say we are part of your church. ¿Qué bello decir? Somos parte de tu iglesia, of your kingdom, de tu reino. And here we are today, aquí estamos hoy. Oh, Jesus, continue being glorified. Cristo continúa, continúa glorificándose. And because of your actions as churches, por sus acciones como iglesia, because of your faith, here today, por su fe, he is doing that, está haciendo eso. All we can do is say, here we are, Lord. Continue doing what you want. Lo único que podemos decir, aquí estamos, Señor. Continúa haciendo lo que tú quieras. And in your own life, en tu vida, never doubt where God's calling will keep working in many ways. Nunca dudes en tu vida como el llamamiento de Dios va a seguir obrando. And through that, y a través de eso, people and I, people you and I don't know will be seated here a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, ten years from now, who knows, till Jesus Christ comes back in many different ways. Personas que tú y yo no conocemos van a estar aquí sentados uno, tres, cinco, diez años. But not just seated here. The beautiful thing is, out of here, God will keep sending His gospel work in the Great Commission. De aquí Dios seguirá enviando su obra de gran comisión en el Evangelio, donde quiera que vamos. Wherever we go, He will be faithful. Dear Lord, nuestro querido Señor, gracias por lo que tú has hecho. Thank you for what you have done in Jesus. Thank you for what you've done in prevailing against This world system, en prevalecer, Señor, en contra de este mundo, 
esta, este sistema mundo. Because Jesus came and lived and died and resurrected. Cristo vino y murió y resucitó. And we are simply bearers of that truth. Somos aquellos que port somos portadores de ese mensaje. Thank you for your grace that allows us to believe. Gracias por tu gracia que nos ayuda a creer. And now we want to trust and obey. Queremos confiar y obedecer. We want you to use us. Queremos que nos use to fulfill that great commission a cumplir esa gran comisión. Uniéndonos a tu misión. Joining your mission. Thank you for hope, Bible Church. Gracias por esta iglesia, Hope. Gracias por iglesia Bautista, iglesia Beter Bautista. Thank you for uh, Bethel as a church as well. And together what they represent here, junto lo que representan. But more than that, aún más que eso, what Jesus in his eternal church, lo que Jesús en su iglesia eterna seguirá haciendo, what Jesus in his eternal church will continue doing. And the gospel keep going out, que el evangelio siga saliendo to all people, a todas las personas, to all nations, a todas las naciones, to all languages, a todos los idiomas, so that united in Jesus, para unidos en Jesús, and united in his mission, unidos en su misión, many more may come to know, mucho más conozcan. And one day, beyond our limitations, un día más allá de nuestras limitaciones, we will worship you forever. Te vamos a adorar para siempre, porque tú, a ti te ha placido así, y tú te has glorificado. That has been your pleasure and your will. And Lord, we trust And now we want to obey. We say, may your will be done. Use us as you desire. Decimos que tu voluntad se cumpla. Úsanos en tu voluntad. To Jesus be the glory. A Jesús sea la gloria. En el nombre del pedimos esto. In his name we pray this. Amen. God bless you. Hope Bible Church. Pastor Steve. Marsha says, 